Okay, so if you're like me, probably at some point, you've been waiting around for a sign that, you know, this thing you want to do is right. Well, that's one of the things we're talking about today. We're also going to be talking about uh, kind of a cool uh, study in today's Good Life Science update about how various types of acts of kindness may actually alter your genetic expression to make you healthier. So be sure to stay tuned as we dive in. I'm Jonathan Fields, and this is Good Life Project. The show is sponsored by meditation app 10% Happier. So the app, it comes with courses that they teach you how to stress better, deal with difficult emotions, and build healthier habits. I love that the material is entertaining and relatable. The host, New York Times bestselling author Dan Harris, he's funny, he's real, he's vulnerable, and he's teamed up with some of the world's best meditation teachers to show you how meditation helps kind of smooth out some of life's wrinkles using cutting-edge science and hard-won experience to demonstrate the tangible benefits that meditation can have. And listeners of Good Life Project get 40% off. Just go to 10percent.com slash goodlife. That's 10% all spelled out, T-E-N-P-E-R-C-E-N-T dot com slash goodlife. And if you aren't ready to meditate just yet, but are curious how smart, ambitious people use meditation and benefit from it, well then check out the 10% Happier podcast. Either way, you can find it all at 10percent.com slash goodlife. So I don't know if you're like me, um, but so I've had so many conversations um, with a lot of folks, and this has been my experience too. Sometimes that um, you know when you're when you you're waiting to do something, um, maybe you're waiting to leave a job, maybe you're waiting to say hello to somebody that you'd love to have a friendship with or start a partnership with in some way. Maybe you're waiting to go and build or create something or waiting to take a class and you're kind of, you know, and, and you really want to do it, but you want to do it so badly or so goodly (laughs) that, uh, that you're nervous, that it's creating anxiety in you because you don't know if it's going to work. You don't know if the answer is going to be yes or no. You don't know if you're going to be good enough, if the thing you want to do is actually going to be what you hope it will be, if the relationship will become what you really want it to become. So what do we do? Well, we kind of wait around for uh, a sign from God. (laughs) Um, We're waiting for the perfect moment, you know, for the last bit of data, the assurance and permission that finally convinces us, yes, this will absolutely work. The truth is, for anything worth doing, yeah, we may get small hints along the way, but the big signal um, that we'll succeed, it actually, with the rarest of exceptions, it doesn't exist. Um, It's funny, when I was thinking about this, I was actually, um, I was reminded of um, something that actually uh, I wrote when I was thinking about this very thing in my last book, How to Live a Good Life. Um, So I'm just flipping the page open to uh, actually page 77 for anyone who wants to follow along if you have a copy. And it's about this one topic. So here's what I wrote. There is no perfect moment. No time when you will know enough to guarantee you will get what you want. No time you'll be 100% sure 
that you're ready to have a child, fall in love, take a job, move cross country, build a business, show your work, stand in your truth, pursue your dream. Still, at some point, imperfectly formed, with butterflies in your belly, you need to act, to own your unknown, to step into Joseph Campbell's abyss and therein discover your treasure. Experience and emotion dance in that space. It's where possibility finds its wings. The greatest creations, the most legendary relationships, the most treasured and heralded experiences, innovations, works of art, and lives have all come from people who were willing to live and act in the face of uncertainty long enough for greatness to emerge. And maybe that popped into my head. Maybe that passage popped back into my head because I've been sort of thinking about this and I've realized that as I weigh a number of uh, big potential new ideas, projects, endeavors, and start to build them and invest resources and time and energy in them, I realized that there have been moments recently where I've been waiting for that perfect moment. I've been waiting for that, you know, quote, sign from God that things are right. This is right. And you're like, go ahead and do it. And I kind of had to reconnect with the idea, the thing that I know, which is that there is no perfect moment. You can't think it into existence. You cannot wait it into existence. You cannot wish it into existence. All you can do is act because that sign only comes when we put something into the universe for that universe to say yes or no to. In the game of chicken, where significance is on the line, we need to go first, not the universe. And then, and only then, will it be truly good life game on. Succeed or fail, the sign from God is you. And that's kind of the truth I've had to reconnect with lately in my own life. The sign is your own action, is your own intention translated made manifest in the world with action and then letting that world respond whatever way it needs to. That's what I'm thinking about. And maybe if you're thinking about taking a big step into something where you have no idea how it's going to end and you've been waiting for the perfect moment, the sign from God, then maybe take the first step, stop waiting, see what happens. Let that sign be you, your own willingness to act. That's what's on my mind. That's the invitation as we head into our quick break as always. And when I come back, be sure to stay tuned because we've got some really cool research actually. And it's about how kindness can actually affect us and our health potentially on a genetic level or an epigenetic level. Back with you in just a moment.
Good Life Project is supported by HubSpot. Complex enterprise software, it shouldn't get in the way of launching your next campaign. That is why HubSpot built the new Marketing Hub Enterprise. So say goodbye to countless hours of software management. Their platform offers the power and flexibility that scaling companies need to succeed with the ease of use that you expect. So you match every customer interaction to revenue, use AI to test and optimize, and create more personalized experiences. Plus, you can integrate HubSpot with hundreds of other tools and apps. So stop managing your outdated and overly complex software and start creating remarkable customer experiences. Learn more about the new features in Marketing Hub Enterprise at hubspot.com slash Wondery. That's hubspot.com slash Wondery. Good Life Project is supported by Signature Hardware. So if you're looking for the perfect item to take your kitchen or bathroom or house up a notch, head over to SignatureHardware.com slash GoodLife. They offer an incredibly wide variety of pieces for every room in your house with more than 20 years experience supplying vanity, sinks, tubs, hardware, plus all the classics, latest styles, and they're in sync with all the trending colors and design touches. And they also have amazing customer service to help guide you through the process so you'll never feel lost or intimidated. Gotta love a company that really stands behind what they offer. Stephanie and I actually picked out a collection of eight furnishings that we love. They're unique and are 100% our style, so maybe you'll like them too. And you can see for yourself at SignatureHardware.com slash GoodLife. You'll be amazed at the variety and the quality. So visit SignatureHardware.com slash GoodLife to find your style today. That's SignatureHardware.com slash GoodLife. Or just click the link in the show notes now. Real life is an all is perfect, but with signature hardware, it is beautiful. So our awesome friends at FreshBooks make ridiculously easy cloud accounting software for freelancers and small business owners who know that making every single moment count is a really important part of getting a lot of stuff done and being able to do the things that they want to do in their business by drastically simplifying things like invoicing, tracking expenses, and getting paid online, FreshBooks has totally changed the game for now more than 10 million people. You can link your FreshBooks account to your credit card and debit card. So next time you expense, you know, the business stuff or the tank of gas or lunch, it just shows up automatically. They have notifications and awesome customer service. To claim your month-long unrestricted free trial with no credit card required, Go to freshbooks.com slash goodlife and enter the Good Life Project in the How Did You Hear About Us section. And we are back with today's Good Life Science Update, where every week um, I pull some kind of study research report that has hit my desk. I'm a bit of a science geek. I am not a trained scientist, so it's always filtered through the lens of the common person, along sometimes with help from friends of mine who are major league science geeks and trained in these things. And um, I'm always looking for stuff for interesting new research that in some way impacts our ability to live better lives, uh, more specifically to fill one or all of our three good life buckets, vitality, connection, and contribution. Today's uh, study is kind of fascinating to me. I have been for a long time really interested in kindness and how kindness actually affects us 
And there's some really interesting research on kindness, what in the literature is called in some way, shape, or form, quote, pro-social behavior, how it affects mood, how it affects health, how it, it really makes a difference. So kindness isn't just uh, good for others. It's not just good for the world, but apparently it's actually really good for us. But I haven't seen research until now on a potential biological and even genetic level mechanism for kindness to actually impact health, to improve health, um, to reduce risk for disease. And there's a study out that's pretty recently out that I'll give you the, uh, the name of the study is actually Kindness in the Blood, a randomized controlled trial of the gene regulatory impact of pro-social behavior. It was done by uh, Catherine Nelson Coffey, Megan Fritz, Sonia Lubomirsky, and Steve Cole of different universities in conjunction with each other. And it's kind of a fascinating study. I'll break it down in human terms and, and so you, you can see why I'm so excited about it. And also, as always, we will provide a link to the full study report for other science geeks who want to actually dive into the protocols and understand this on an entirely different level. So what happened in this particular study was this. A group of people, uh, participants, about 160 of them, um, were brought together. And for anyone who's interested, of that 160, about 77.5% were female. And they were recruited in Southern California, and people were told to do one of four things over a window of five weeks of the study period. And they were told to either engage in acts of kindness that were directed to specific people. So maybe it's, you know, buying coffee for a friend. Maybe it's donating some clothing to a particular family or person, maybe it's, but it was directed at a very specific um, person or community. Uh, another part of the group was uh, instructed to engage in acts of kindness to the world, broader sort of things that would make a difference to the world where they didn't actually necessarily see the changes, but they were served to, uh, you know, like I'm helping the environment or I'm helping huge populations or I'm helping a community or a country that's in, in, in struggle. The other conditions were acts of self-kindness. So being kind to yourself, um, acts of self-care. And the fourth uh, sort of cohort from that group was essentially the control group. And they were told to pretty much do nothing. Now, as always, some people drop out along the way, but participation was pretty good in this. And what happened at the end of this was kind of fascinating because Instead of just reviewing people's self-reports and journals, this study took the extra step of actually taking um, blood work and taking medical panels before and after. So what they were looking for was could they actually do an analysis on a level of genetics before and after and in any way see a change in blood work or genetic uh, expression that was related to acts of kindness to self, to directed others, or more generally to the world. And in fact, that's exactly what they saw. What they were able to see in the study is this. Of those four groups, one specific group showed something really powerful. That is the group who were doing pro-social acts or acts of kindness directed towards um, specific other individuals. 
And what the study showed was that there was a significant reduction in something called leukocyte CTRA gene expression over the five-week period, which is a pretty short period. Now, what does that mean in human terms? Well, the leukocyte CTRA gene expression is related to the body's immune system and the body's ability to actually um, sustain health and fight disease and lower inflammation. So in kind of mortal words, what they're saying is that acts of kindness directed towards specific other people actually affected, it helped in the gene expression that would allow your body to essentially fight disease better and fight inflammation better. So it's kind of a really cool thing because this was one of the first studies that actually showed that simply doing these tiny acts of kindness on a regular basis over a pretty short window of time, only about a month, actually affected the gene regulation in the human being. And what we're seeing these days is that a lot of us think that our genes are our destiny, our genes are our fate. There's a whole um, emerging field of epigenetics, which is sort of what are the things that turn genes on and off. And what we're seeing sort of in the world of science and medicine is that genes aren't everything. It's actually the state of those genes. You can have a gene for a certain disease or state of inflammation. And whether that gene is turned on or turned off, how it's regulated, is a much stronger determinant of whether you're actually going to experience symptomology and disease or not. So this is really fascinating research because it's starting to say that maybe our behavior, specifically being kind to others in our lives, can actually have an impact on the expression of genes that control health. That is pretty awesome. And I can't wait to see more research come out around this. I think this is the beginning. I'm sure there's tons of other research going on in labs around this and similar questions. I think we're at the beginning of um, some really powerful new connections that are going to be validated by science. So that's what's on my mind as we wrap up this week's Good Life Science update. As always, thanks for hanging out with me today. And I can't wait to be back with you next week. And as we wrap up, I want to give a final shout out to our awesome sponsors and supporters. Right now, you can post a job on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash good. Be sure to check out Blue Apron and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to BlueApron.com slash goodlife. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If the stories and ideas in any way moved you, I would so appreciate if you would take just a few extra seconds for two quick things. One, if it's touched you in some way, if there's some idea or moment in the story or in the conversation that you really feel like you would share with somebody else, that it would make a difference in somebody else's life, take a moment and whatever app you're using, Just share this episode with somebody who you think it'll make a difference for. Email it if that's the easiest thing, whatever is easiest for you. And then, of course, if you're compelled, subscribe so that you can stay a part of this continuing experience. My greatest hope with this podcast is not just to produce moments um, and share stories and ideas that impact one person listening, but to let it create a conversation, to let it serve as a catalyst for the elevation of all of us together, collectively, because that's how we rise. When stories and ideas become conversations that lead to action, 
that's when real change happens. And I would love to invite you to participate on that level. Thank you so much, as always, for your intention, for your attention, for your heart. And um, I wish you only the best. I'm Jonathan Fields, signing off for Good Life Project.